Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now, here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. What is the role of the manager in the sales process? It should be to help the reps make more money. Let's talk about it today on this episode of the Do This, Sell More show. Hi, my name is Dave Lorenzo. We're here every day with a great new sales strategy for you to help you do this and sell more. That's right, we help you make more money each and every single day. We do a podcast at 9 a.m. every day, wherever podcasts are found. We do a video show at 5 p.m. on YouTube. We also are available 24-7 on the C-Suite Network, on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. You can find the best of the Do This, Sell More show right there, 24-7 access for you. Today we're talking about the sales manager and we begin our conversation by really defining what the role of the sales manager is. I've found over the last 30 years of my career that the best sales managers view themselves as someone who enables everything else to happen. They realize that they're not the players on the field playing the game. They're the coaches who make sure the players have the tools and equipment they need to get the job done. They make sure the players are adequately trained and prepared to go out and fight. They do the research to make sure that the players are aligned properly. They make sure the right players are selected to be on the team and then they make sure the players are in position to succeed and then they'll sit back and let the players play the game. That's the most important realization you can have as a sales manager. The players have to play the game. You're the coach. You're the person who's the general manager putting them on the field, aligning them, making sure you know what their strengths are, allowing them to play with their strengths every day, taking away anything that could be a barrier to their success. It's so important for you, if you're a sales manager, that you realize that this is about putting the best people in front of your clients and setting them up to succeed. You're not there to be a warden in a prison. You're not there to enforce rules. You're not there to herd the cats and point them all in the right direction. You are an enabler. You're there to help them be successful. Now, let me address the point about enforcing the rules. Of course, there are rules that exist, and you as a sales manager will have to make sure that everyone follows the rules so that the playing field is level. You want to make sure that people do only things that are legal, that are morally acceptable, and that are ethical. Yes, you're not a policeman, but when people stray from those guidelines, you bring them back, and you make sure you don't have anyone breaking the law within the confines of your company. Of course, that's part of your job. 
but that's not the main part of your job. I meet too many sales managers who exist exclusively to be a police officer, who exist exclusively to make sure reports are filled out and T's are crossed and I's are dotted. That's not your role. Your role is to help the salespeople be successful. And today, in our focus point segment, we're going to talk about the six ways you, the sales manager, can help your sales team make more money. Six ways the sales manager can help their team make more money. That's our focus point today in our show. Let's get to that right now. How can you, as a sales manager, help your sales team make more money? We're going to discuss the six ways you can help your sales team make more money on this episode of today's Focus Point segment. That's right. This Focus Point segment is all about you helping your team make more money. Let's get right into it. The first way you, as a sales manager, can help your team make more money is making sure that customer service does their job. Interface with your customer service department. Make sure that there are no open issues among the clients that your sales reps have. There's nothing more frustrating for a sales representative than trying to deepen a relationship with a client or a prospective client only to find out they've had a bad experience with customer service in the past. You should connect with your sales reps on a weekly basis to see who their targeted prospects are, to see who their current clients are, and to check for any open customer service issues. You as a sales manager probably have some additional weight in the company. You can close open items. You can reduce the time that customers are waiting for service if you bring pressure to bear. That's one of the best things you can do for your sales reps. Look at the people they're going to call on. Make sure there aren't any open tickets. Make sure that the people that they're calling on get the service they were promised. The second way you as a sales manager can help your sales reps be more successful and make more money is help with open accounts receivable. I hate it when companies force their sales reps to make collection calls. Why? Because that's not the sales rep's job. The sales rep is there to make sure that the customer signs on the dotted line and then the customer is given payment terms. Of course, I always feel like clients should pay in advance. I've had great experience with this. I have no accounts receivable. Any company that I've ever run, including a $250 million a year company, never had any accounts receivable because our customers always paid in advance. However, if you have a situation in your company where customers pay and then they get billed, there will be outstanding accounts receivable. So what do you do? You as the sales manager can make those collection calls. You can call on behalf of your sales rep. The sales rep doesn't want to have this crappy conversation about collecting money. You as a sales manager can do it. Help the sales rep out. It allows you to play good cop and bad cop. You be the bad cop. The sales rep can be the good cop. This keeps everybody's relationship in good standing. Your sales rep can go in and be the happy-go-lucky person that always helps out. You call with the bad guy message of, hey, you got to pay me or we're not going to be able to ship any more product to you. We're not going to be able to provide any more service to you. This helps you get the money in the door. It takes something off your sales rep's plate that only gets in the way of him selling. Accounts receivable is a hindrance to closing more deals. Take it off your account executive's plate. You help him out when the accounts receivable gets beyond a certain point. He'll love you for it. The account rep will love you for it. The client will love you for it. 
it's the best thing to do. The third way you can help your sales reps make more money as a sales manager is provide them with enough admin support. Admin time is dead time for sales reps. You don't want your sales reps doing any administrative work ever. The more time they spend in the office, the less time they spend selling. Do not allow your sales reps to be bogged down with paperwork. Your best sales reps should get access to the administrative team as often as they need it because your best sales reps need everything that is a distraction taken out of the way. You want your best sales reps in front of your customers because that's how you make money, that's how the company makes money, but most importantly, that's how they make money. Give your best sales reps the most administrative support possible. Teach them how to work with the admin department so that they leverage the admin capabilities they have and then bonus both people, the sales rep and the admin, based upon how much the sales rep sells so the admin will be aggressive at taking work off the sales rep's plate. The less admin work a sales rep does, the more he or she will sell. This is a gold mine for you. Again, bonus the admin as well as the salesperson based on the salesperson's sales and you'll find they work as a team and it is a fantastic way to grow revenue. The next way the sales manager can help the sales team make more money is stop holding meetings. You don't need meetings. Meetings suck. Nobody likes meetings. If you like the sound of your own voice, volunteer to read to people who are blind. Volunteer to help out at church where you maybe do a reading or at your temple where you do a reading. Do not hold meetings at work. You can communicate with your sales reps and get them the information they need by doing an informational video every day like this or doing an informational recording, a voicemail that you send out to everyone or sending out an email to update them or more importantly, touch base with your reps as frequently as possible one-on-one -on -one, with a phone call, with a ride-along. In some way, you can connect with them so that you take up the least amount of time possible. The time a sales rep spends in a meeting is un productive time. That's time taken away from them being face-to-face -face with someone, them potentially getting a product or a service out to the market. Get them out of the meetings, get them on the street, hold fewer meetings, your sales team will make more money. The next way you can help your sales team make more money is hosting dinners or breakfasts or lunches where you allow your sales reps to introduce their best clients to one another. You, your sales rep, and your rep's best clients take them all out to dinner, take them all out to lunch, take them all out to breakfast, introduce them to one another so they can do business together. You, as the manager, have to facilitate this because we don't want your sales rep tied up making event arrangements. You need to give your sales reps opportunities to add value to their clients' businesses. And the best way they can do that, introduce their clients to one another. Do this with your top five sales reps and you'll be amazed at how they deepen their relationships with those people. The minute your sales reps start introducing their clients to one another, the clients realize they care about them more than just getting money in the bank from them. They care about them advancing their business. They care about them growing their business. You as the manager control the purse strings. You can make this happen. Help your sales reps introduce their clients to one another and the relationships will grow. The final way you can help your sales reps make more money is by fighting for your reps to get every bit of compensation they're due from the company. Listen, 
I know you're in management. I know you work for the company. But in reality, you have to be the biggest advocate for your sales reps. You've got to fight for them to get an increase in commission. You've got to fight for them to get an increase in base salary. You've got to fight for them to get an increase in the bonus that they get paid. Your best reps should always believe that you have their back because you need to have their back. That's what makes the company go. Nothing happens until somebody sells something. You, as the sales manager, need to be out there fighting tooth and nail for your reps to get everything they deserve. This is the way you make sure your sales reps are loyal to you because you demonstrate your loyalty to them. These are the six ways that sales managers can help their sales team make more money. If you're a sales team member, this is what you should look for in a sales manager. And if you're a sales manager, this is what you gotta do. You have to be this person out there every day fighting and making it happen for your reps. That's what you live for. You live to help your salespeople be more successful. It's a trying time that challenges all of our basic assumptions. However, one thing that brings us all together is our common humanity. Now more than ever, teams must come together and work together to solve big challenges. And Trello is here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format. Plus, tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Teams of all shapes and sizes in companies like Google, Fender, and even Costco all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. With Trello, you can work with your team wherever you are, whether it's at home or in an office. No matter what device you're using, computer, tablet, or phone, Trello syncs across all of them, so you can stay up to date on all the things your team cares about. Keep your workflow going from wherever you are with Trello. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Trello.com. All righty, we're at the time of our show now where we take a question. Before I get into that, I want to remind you that if you have a question for me, I would be thrilled if you shot me a video on your phone. Just make a video on your phone of you asking me the question. I may use the video on our video show. I may use the audio in our podcast, or I may just use the question in writing. I'd love to get your video. Your questions are the lifeblood of what we do here. We decide what we make in our video show, on our audio show, our podcast show, based Based upon what you ask us. So your questions are critical. How do you ask the questions? Well, you simply send your videos to askdave at dlorenzo.com. A-S-K-D-A-V-E at D-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. Send me your questions at that email address. If I read your question online, if I use your video online, we'll send you a little thank you as a token of gratitude, and we will also get you the recognition you deserve if you include your name and your company name. All right, today's question comes from my long-term client, Brad Gross. Brad runs a podcast. It's called The Technology Bradcast. If you are in technology, you need to listen to this show. Today, Brad asks me how he can monetize his podcast. He says he does shows every week, and he has a number of listeners in the industry, but he's not getting a lot of phone calls from those listeners asking them to do legal work. He's an attorney, obviously. How does he monetize the podcast? This is an excellent question, Brad. I've been doing a podcast for a while now, and I will tell you that the podcast exists to help increase your visibility, to help deepen the credibility that you have, and to 
allow you to differentiate yourself from everyone else who does what you do. Visibility, credibility, and differentiation, that's what podcasts are all about. You're educating people and making them better participants in the industry, which is fantastic. Now, here's what will happen. You will talk about something on a show. It will intrigue someone. They will reach out and they will call you. But I'm going to give you three specific things I want you to do. You need to give your contact information in every single show. You'll notice that with the question and answer session, I gave an email address. I get emails from people who want to work with me at the Q&A email address all the time. And of course, I respond to them. That's how people can contact me. In addition, the link to your podcast also has to be a link to your website. People can listen to your podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever. They also have to be able to listen on your website. Why? When you take them to your website, all your contact info is there. That's how people will reach out to you. The third thing you need to do is you need to have specific calls to action from time to time on your podcast. The specific call to action could be something as simple as, hey, call me if you want my free audit for your managed service agreement or make sure you reach out to me for this uh, audit on the changes in the law. Anytime you feel like you have something valuable to offer, you include that in the podcast as a way to stimulate people's thinking. By and large, you shouldn't be doing a podcast expecting direct reaction from people immediately. It takes a long time to build up a big enough listener base to get people to call in and use your services after each show, but it's more important that people have access to your podcast to deepen the credibility that you have with them. Once they listen to your show, they're going to realize that you're an expert, and if they listen to your show, they'll realize that you're different from everyone else who does what you do. You'd be hard-pressed to listen to any of the episodes of the Do This Sell More show that I do and compare me to anybody else out there helping people grow their revenue with relationship-based sales. Why? Because I'm different. I talk about relationships. We're not talking about cold calling here, and that comes through in every show. So Brad, here's the thing. Be grateful for what your podcast is doing, creating visibility, credibility, and differentiation, but make sure you include contact information on every show. Make sure you also include a call to action as often as you have something new to offer people. And then the third thing you need to do is you need to make sure that you're always stimulating people based on the topics that they ask for. If you're timely and you're relevant, people will definitely reach out to you. That's our Q&A section. Remember, send me your questions. Your questions are the lifeblood of what we do. This is the Do This Sell More show. We are here on the podcast every day at 9 a.m. You can also find us on YouTube and on the C-Suite Network. It is fantastic to be with you. Until tomorrow, remember, at the sound of the tone, if you do this, you will sell more.